the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the program. You know you've tuned in. It's the date day edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is a program dedicated to taking your phone calls and answering your questions, Bible questions, questions about stuff going on in your life today, especially any questions that you have for Paula. All you have to do is to provide the phone call, 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And if you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now banner at the top of your screen, and you'll be connected directly to our studio producer. I'm here with the most beautiful girl in the world. Thanks, baby. Welcome. You picked me. I did. I fell in love with you. You took my breath away. Yeah, you say that all the time. But what what happened? I took your breath away. You took my breath away. I just wanted you to say it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> you still take my breath away. Well, thank you. How, how long have you been married now? Twenty two years. That's what it seems like, right? It's going by fast, huh? Seriously. Well, I don't count the first twenty one that I'm, I messed up by not being a, a Christian, but yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember them. <laughs> 53 years ago is when you took my breath away. 53 years. And I've been struggling for air ever since. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> okay. Hey, before you get started, we got a caller right from the beginning. Yeah. So let's go to Art on line one from San Antonio. Art, thank you for calling earlier on the air. Hi, Pastor Ron. I haven't called in a long, long time. Yeah, but, miss uh, your voice. Uh, good to hear from you, Art. <laughs> That's good. I've been sick and off and on in the hospital. But God is good either way. But yep. listen, um, I, I, when I was in the hospital, the technician there, he he really was pounding in my head about flat Earth theory. I want to know what you think about it because I trust your 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 uh, your Bible teachings and 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 what do you think about all that flat Earth theory? Uh, Art, it's, it's, uh, I even hate to talk about that any day, but let alone on a Thursday, Paula. Art, um, you know what, I'll I'll do a little bit more on this on tomorrow's program. Uh, No, I won't. Tomorrow we have special guests. So on Monday's program, but let me just say the Flat Earth series is silliness. It's absolute sheer lunacy. Um, um, I always say that if people won't believe what's clearly presented before them, if they won't believe the truth, they'll believe anything. And um, um, the, the nonsense uh, that that uh, they're promulgating—I mean, it's just—it's just silly. Uh, it's it's decidedly anti-Bible, unchristian, and boy, these guys are zealots. They are absolute zealots for it. So um, leave it alone. Monday, I'll get that uh, a little bit more detailed for you on the program. Art, it's really good to hear from you again. Yeah, it is. You know, 
because in a hospital, I mean, what are you going to say to your to your tech? You know, it's like at a restaurant <laughs> when the food comes out bad and you send it back. It's like, what are they doing to it back there? You know, <laughs> and so you're laying in a hospital bed and you're you're a captive audience, and you got somebody just drilling you. Just just take care of me, you know, and let me go home. I don't want to hear this stuff. But you know, Paula, when people get out of balance, when they get get out of whack, uh, they become evangelists for their for their craziness. Yeah. And as Christians, we should be evangelists for one thing and one thing only, and that's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for the, for the forgiveness of sins. And whenever you find somebody who is uh, pounding over and over and over again about some ridiculous issue like this, um, it, it's really time to question whether or not they belong to the Lord. And I w- always respond by sharing Jesus with them mm-hmm. and uh, trying to get them to think about, well, this is the important thing and uh, this nonsense that, that you're coming up with. I mean, it's... It's an amazing thing. Yeah, I know. It's right up there with uh, the uh, 9-11 incident was the government, and we didn't really land on the moon in 1969. <laughs> uh, and people really believe this stuff. Um, you know, the, the devil's a liar, and he is doing the best he can to convince people of the lies. So, mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to good stuff, Paula. I like, I like one more thing. I like how smart the Apostle Paul was. And what do you say? One thing. I want to know Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that was a smart man. He could have talked circles around anybody and, and you know, but he didn't. He said, let's just, let's just talk about Jesus. One thing One I thing. do. Yep. Straining so, toward what is ahead mm-hmm. and pressing on toward the goal. That's right. That's right. Well, Pastor Ron, uh, my topic today is stay in your lane. What does that look like? So, I'm not asking you the question right now. I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I'll just I'm, I'll nod off, take a nap for a few minutes. Yeah, when you're done don't, don't leave me, baby, okay. because, you know, <laughs> you might have to clean this up for me. But that's okay. So I was thinking it's kind of like your giftedness. Um, but what really what really got me was yesterday when I was I, I came to the the senior class play. I thought it started at 2.15. So I've been doing all my errands, and I got here at the in your office, you know, like five after two, because I'm, you know, gonna be on time. Maybe I can get a good seat. And so, then they said it was two forty-five. I was like, oh, well, I'm not leaving. So I just stayed in your office. So <laughs> while I'm in here, this is how your staff is. Pastors Matt and <laughs> and uh, Ken came in here. One is emptying your trash. You know, we've got the pastors in here emptying the trash. And and then Pastor Ken comes <laughs> comes in with a leg off of our antique when it was when it was given, it was an antique. I'm calling it an antique, that's a nice way of saying it was old. Um, he's got the leg in his hand. That's a, we have a lot of antiques around here. We got we? a lot of antiques. <laughs> but it was their generous gift. Including giving. our pastor. Yeah, well, not so much. This this table was old. So anyway, he's holding his this this leg of this this table in his hand and I'm looking at them like, What are y'all doing? And so Pastor Pastor Matt's emptying the trash. And I see Pastor Ken do that all the time too. But he has this this leg in his hand and and I Oh, you gonna fix the table? And Pastor Matt said, Well, no, I have to drill a hole in that leg. So we're not trashing that table, uh, we're going to fix it. Not we. Pastor Matt's going to fix it. Pastor Matt, um, last night in your study, you were talking about the prophets helped the people rebuild the temple. They joined in the work together. And so we have our pastors who, you mean, they're teachers. Pastor Matt's more of the admin around here, um, but these guys are not like sitting around somewhere just reading the Bible all the time so they can, you know, come and teach us. No, no, no. They're living proof that God says um, servants, servant leaders. That's what the prophets were doing with the people. So <clears throat> instead of saying, I'm too important for that menial work, they're like, no, no, no. 
I clean the restrooms, you know. I take out the trash. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to drill the hole in that. <laughs> Matt, Matt came into my office. The now, Matt's really smart. Yeah, he is. Um, he came into my office the other day, and I hugged him. He was all wet, just soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And he'd been up trying to fix something in the, in the air conditioning duct. And and the the duck had a, as a pan for moisture. That, the water that, that overflows, that, uh-huh. and, and it fell on him. So he's all wet. Mm-hmm. He's doing. I said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I said, "Well, I'm just trying to fix it." And and you know when you talk about staying in our lane, the the one lane. Uh, I mean, following Jesus, of course, is mm-hmm. our prime directive. Mm-hmm. But but our our lane for every Christian is to be a servant. Yep. And a servant serves. Luke chapter 17, uh, first 10 verses, Jesus tells you what a servant is and what a servant does. And, um, you know, one of the things that I love about the guys that, that the Lord has brought here is that they understand what being a servant is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're all gifted. They, they've got all kinds of different talents. In fact, I, I think Pastor Ken and I are the only ones here who can't fix anything. <laughs> and and so they're 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 doing things mm-hmm. and they're demonstrating to the people um, that they serve yeah. that that's what leadership is. In the study last night, um, you know, God sent Haggai and then Zechariah, uh, an older guy and a younger guy, and um, and and their job was to sort of scold them, rebuke them. Why aren't you doing the work? You're building your own house, but you've you've neglected the work of the house of God. Um, Zechariah then would come in, sort of a, a, a bad cop, good cop thing. Uh, Zechariah would come in and exhort them. And when the work started, um, the two prophets, the men who could have said, well, we speak for God, I'm out of here. The two prophets are the ones who helped them in the, the, the manual labor mm-hmm. that was being done. You heard a question that I had this week. Uh, somebody said, well, I, I'm a child of the king. Um, oh, yeah, why yeah. would I want to be a servant? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd want to be the child mm-hmm, of the king. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the job description. Yeah. Jesus washed feet. He said, I've done this as an example. You've seen me do it. Mm-hmm. Now you go and do likewise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it wasn't washing feet specifically, but the idea is go serve the body of Christ. Yeah. And um, part of the reason, Paula, that people don't really know what it is that God's called them to do. They don't really realize yet what gifts God has given them. Um, is because they're they're not in that lane. So yeah. that's the lane we all start in on day one, not day one plus six months or plus a year, mm-hmm. or well, I'm waiting or I'm praying about something. Our job is to serve, and if we're not serving the body of Christ, mm-hmm. then we're um, we're missing out. Yeah, yeah. I, I listed some. Uh, I listed the pastors, you know, and I was just kind of laughing. But first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to read First uh, Corinthians twelve. Four through six, where it says there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. And then um, I think in verse 18, it says he gives them as he wills, you know. So uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Peter and Sheba, they lead worship on Mondays, okay? And they're India Indians. Sometimes when they're leading worship, it's in Spanish because we got Spanish-speaking people here. How sweet is that? You know, they are counselors. I think, I think Peter speaks four or five languages. Yes, he does. So. Uh-huh. He's he's smarter than, but sometimes you know he's crazy. At the same <laughs> no, time, not sometimes. Yeah, and so you're, you're thinking, and you're our doctor. Okay, you know God is good. He got a good sense of humor. So, but um, they teach here, and then they also have been asked. You know, you sending them out um, to lead worship and teach at some of the other Calvary chapels when maybe a pastor is not feeling so well or he's got to do something. Um, and then right now I'm laughing because Dr. Shiva, as genius as she is, <laughs> she's a mom of a senior this year, you know, and the senior parents plan the, you know, all the activities for the kids at the end of the year. So they have to do some, like, artsy stuff. And Dr. Sheba is not, that's not in her, her lane. <laughs> <laughs> Except that her lane is as a servant. And she says, okay, just give me something easy, okay? Not too involved. 
Well, they gave her what they thought was the easiest thing. And she's, she's kind of like, can you pray for me? Because <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. She, she started explaining what they asked her to do. It didn't sound that difficult to me, but it sounded like she's stressing. So y'all out there, pray for Dr. Sheba. She's in her lane. I would have left town if they asked me. <laughs> I'll be back after the graduation, right? Uh, so, and then you, you, of course, you have Ken, and you and he are kind of like father son for real, you know. But your gift is not just to stand in front of the congregation and teach us. You guys have a gift of seeing a problem, and you know, like I tell some of the ladies here, if their husbands aren't doing well, I said, just let's let's maybe. Help Pastor Ron or Pastor Ken to know, because you guys have that thing of looking straight in somebody's eyes, down into their heart, via their mind. You know what's going on, and you can, you know, like a four and a half hour counseling session is now 15 minutes if the person isn't going to be in um, accordance with what God's word is. So you guys have that gift for sure. And, um, you know, my, my scripture for you, Proverbs eleven twenty five, a generous man will himself be blessed. You both have that. You're both generous in spirit to give the benefit of the doubt. At the same time, when there is no doubt, you speak what's true, and that gives everybody, and I live at your house, that gives me the opportunity to say, let me go over here into this closet and talk with Jesus about this. <laughs> I'm sure I need to repent right now. And then I'm thinking of Pastor Juan. So he's not only a pastor, he's a great teacher too. He's our Spanish teacher at the high school. He's the joy of Jesus aficionado. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. He um, runs the warehouse where several times a year he opens that up for people who need clothes or furniture or whatever. Um, He's the one we call when anything at our house isn't working right. (laughs) I feel so bad for him. At least at the newer house, we haven't had to call him nearly as much. But it used to be, if I didn't call him at least once a month, he would call me to make sure I was still okay. You know, Paul, I, I watch, sometimes I watch like Korean dramas. Yeah. And when somebody's pleading with somebody, they uh-huh. get down on their knees. Okay. I mean, they'll just fall to their knees and bow their heads. Uh-huh. Pastor Juan used to do that with me. Please sell your house. <laughs> please, please, please move. move. Please move somewhere else. Please move. <laughs> and so after 22 years, uh-huh. we finally did that. Yeah. And, and, and he's got all this extra time on his hand. He's now become the church Official, unofficial photographer. Yep, I got that down. Yeah. He's the official photographer and official or unofficial tooth extractor of the kids. Oh, he's been doing that. For years. For, he, he's, he's been on, on the school staff for 18 years. Uh-huh. And he's been doing that yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, all the kids with loose teeth and yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. So they kind of make it a game. Yeah. And he's the one who gets to pull all their teeth. Yeah. How did that How did that come about? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not even it. sure our insurance company would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but the parents are the ones who say, oh, yeah. go on over to Pastor yeah. Juan. He'll take care of it. Pastor Juan says, just open your mouth, sit down. And, and then goes, the kids Boop. come running up to me and pull their lip apart and say, look, I love my group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have Pastor Elaine, who's, you know, one of the best worship leader ever. Kind of a crybaby because he loves Jesus so much. And he just really, he loves the songs. He's really diligent. He's, he looks at those those words with the heart of the Lord and he knows you are a stickler for the right uh, words as well. He's our third grade teacher and the kids, you know, those second grade teacher and the fourth grade teacher are great. When they're with Pastor Lane, they don't want to even go to fourth grade until they get to really be in Mr. Mark's class and they're like, it's okay. But yeah, he's also a DJ at weddings and birthday parties. Yeah, and he's gifted with the, the, the sort of the master of ceremonies gene. Yeah. And he does that really well. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's, uh, for, for me, Paula, he's uh, always on call because he, he and, and Joss do worship. Mm-hmm. Um, funerals and weddings, 
retirement I, yeah. for the military. You, you know, we get, we get we get sort of the notice on weddings, but funerals we don't get any notice, mm-hmm. so everything stops. Mm-hmm. And um, Elaine, Joss, I need you guys, and, and they're always available, yeah. and at the drop of a hat can yeah. can be there. They, they know that's their lane. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then he's sound tech, you know. So whenever his kids are singing or Jocelyn's singing, yeah, just amazing, amazing. They don't just teach. They're available to this body. Amazing. Pastor Alfredo, Latin teacher, you know, <laughs> which is like, wow. You know, he's such a quiet guy. I don't even know all the things that he does except that he's in children's ministry, and part of that is they got 27 kids. <laughs> That's my number. I always say 27. But he, he's raised kids already, and then they, he and Sundra together adopted three more. And they're little, you know, what, third grade, second grade, in kindergarten, maybe. Um, but, yeah, children's ministry and just counseling. They're all counselors. Yeah, I'm going to pay Pastor Alfredo the, the highest compliment I can pay anybody. Okay. I've never had to even think about him. Yeah. I mean, I love him with all of my heart. He yeah. is so faithful. Yeah. He has never given me even a moment in all of the years he's been here, he's he's never given me even a moment of what was he thinking or, mm-hmm. or um, boy, I really need to talk to him or mm-hmm. never a moment. Um, I, whenever I think of Alfredo, all I think my heart just leaps for joy because he's just out naturally, instinctively doing what it is that God has called him to do. And, and he, he doesn't want any attention. He doesn't require any attention. He's the least needy man I think I've ever met. Mm. And uh, he's just got that sense of calm and peace. And being a servant is in his DNA, I'm yeah, telling you. It's yeah. just, just wonderful. Yeah. He and Sunder together are just an amazing couple. Yeah. Um, and then you have, again, Pastor Matt, who's the admin guy. So smart, so helpful. When my mom died, he just um, he just went with me to the meetings. He went with me to the meetings, um, to the bank, you know, downtown when I needed to go and fill out papers, sign stuff, and just an amazing, amazing guy. But he's the head usher, which means he has to be the one that takes the heat when People want to bring their kids in, and their kids are, you know, running around during the service or crying or whatever. He's got to be the one that goes to him and say, you know, we, we have a really good children's ministry, <laughs> and take the heat, and he's the perfect, perfect guy. And then I call him the maintenance tech. You know, he fixes air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, see, he's too gifted. Uh, I, even if I could fix things the way he can, mm-hmm. I would never tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> People know you can fix stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, they ask. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he can fix stuff, and he can do things, and it's just just an amazing thing. He's he's um, ministering. To, we have a, a ministry. Um, a man in our church uh, deals with women, young women who've had really, really impossibly difficult lives, and Matt um, serves with him. It's just an amazing variety of gifts. And and an eagerness to Uh, say, okay, well, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Okay, so I have one, two, three, four, five more to go. And we might be out of time before, but we could go on the other side, right? Okay. Um, It's your show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, let me just chill out and take it easy. (laughs) i got all the time in the world. Okay, so uh, Pastor Chris, man, he's not only a Bible teacher, um, but he's the youth junior high. Um, youth pastor, and he's in charge of the youth events, and then he also teaches, like, boxing. What? You know? How cool is that? And he's he's super smart, too. Pastor Chris is one who went to this school his whole life with his arms crossed. He was only here because his grandma and his mom made him come here. Didn't get saved until, what, when he was in Bible, well, no, right before he went to Bible college? Mm-hmm. So he gets it. He gets what the kids know. He can. He's in their mind because he can easily look at them and say, been there, done that, know what you're thinking, 
and he makes them think with the questions um, that he asks, and he makes them rethink the questions that they are asking. I, I, I think he's just, you know, when you think about the group of men that the Lord has surrounded you, us with, this church with, mm-hmm. God is good. Yeah, he, he teaches uh, here at the academy. He's, he's our hermeneutics teacher, um, our Bible teacher. Uh, he is the, the man, Paula, that... Uh, well, eventually we've got a vision. Part of our vision is for a Bible college, yeah. and and he's the the one who will be the the chief administrator and and teacher of it. Um, and uh, he's he's yeah. I, I keep telling him, Chris, we don't have any money. He keeps bugging me. Well, well, I got this idea and this idea, yeah. and I'm putting them on paper. And I said, Chris, we don't have any money. Where, where do we get some money? Where do we get some space? And and but but God's just kind of planted this. Mm-hmm. It's hard, and and He's just com- He's committed to that lane. Yeah, and staying in it just just wonderful. He's being pre prepared, Pastor Ron, so that the day you say okay, Chris, He's like I am ready, been ready. <laughs> I love that. Hey, we've got thirty minutes left in the date day show. I love Paula's topic today, but you are free to butt in three four zero ninety five eighty five. We're toll-free, 877-630-KSLR. We will be back in two minutes. Welcome back to the Word to Stand On for Life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of our Date Day show. We would love to have you participate. 210-340-9585 is our main number. No, Paul, before you get back on track, mm-hmm. uh, during the break, one of the commercials was uh, for Pastor Troy's oh, yeah. um, uh, radio program mm-hmm. um, that, that, that is on this, this station. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just smile every time I hear that commercial. Pastor Troy was our first worship pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was with us for 10 years, and he was called to be a pastor, so we sent him out to plan in church. He's done just a wonderful job. He is a gifted Bible teacher and, and an even better guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, listen to his radio program. You will really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paul, and that's your show. I'm going to doze off here. Okay. So talking about Pastor Troy, whenever I hear that commercial, this is what I always say. Hi, Pastor Troy. <laughs> to the radio. You know, in fact, Pastor Troy is the one who really taught me how to worship, Um, not how to sing, because I kind of knew how to sing already, but he even did like a little music theory kind of a class and, you know, really consider what the words mean. Don't just sing because you can sing, but to really look at the words. And I remember uh, one time here that I had lost my voice uh, while Pastor Troy was the worship leader. And I remember asking the Lord, am I in sin? What, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> Why is my voice gone? And I just said, was sick. I, you know, we were here, and I didn't know about Mount Cedar and all that stuff, so that's what was going on. Uh, but it really gave me a time to reflect, you know. Um, and I didn't want to sing, just sing. I wanted to really worship, and that was... Yeah. See, that's your lane. That's that's one of your lanes. Mm-hmm. And... and um Doing it as unto the Lord yeah. was was really important to you. I remember the difficulty you were going through at that time, mm-hmm. just thinking, well, well, God's given me this voice, but now I can't use it. Uh-huh. And, and you really appreciated it when yeah. your voice came back. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. So moving on with our pastors. So now we have Pastor Matthew, because we have Pastor Matt, but we have Pastor Matthew as well. And um, he's our youth pastor. His his dad is Pastor Lay and our worship pastor. Well, Pastor Matthew is very, very gifted in the worship area as well. And um, he is um, very smart, of course, in God's word. To, oh, you want to talk about them? Cause I hate him. Chris, no, Chris and Matthew. Because <laughs> they're smart him. and young. And, and can sing, play guitars. He can and do everything. He can do other, yeah. Write songs. Our Christmas plays. He writes all the all original the music. Yeah, yeah. I hate him. I know. I'm saying I'm starting to too. too. <laughs> <laughs> 
But see, one of the neat things, and, and just for the audience, um, and, and one of the reasons we so appreciate the men that God has brought to us, uh, in, in, in Matthew and Chris's case, um, they were babies here. Yeah. You know, and and grew up here. Yeah. And to see the hand of God on those young men and to see how they're running their race, yeah. staying in their lane, yeah. uh, is an amazing thing. And um, the only bad thing about Matthew being a pastor here, though he's our high school age pastor, um, is we don't get to hear him worship uh, as much mm-hmm. um just because he's he's got his other gig going and yeah, yeah. and uh, but but what a what a wonderful gift from the lord and by the way he's getting ready to have a baby he and, yeah. he and his girl. his wife was born in this church at, at this church yeah when when her mom came she was pregnant with Vero yeah and so Vero kindergarten graduated this and now she's going to be a mom i just went to the baby shower last week um amazing so anyway, and, and then he's everything youth events, you know, and he's also like a nuclear physicist. Yeah. <laughs> what? Great. I mean, yeah, got a degree <laughs> in in physics, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, you know, typically scientists are—I mean, they're really smart. Mm-hmm. They give me a headache just to talk to them. Yeah. But normally they're not creative uh-huh. and and outgoing, <laughs> and Matthew is all of those things. Mm-hmm. So his racetrack. Has a lot of lanes on it. I know, but I'm going to go back to that scripture. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them and all men. So I'm going to stop like coveting or being irritated with Matthew. This is God's fault. Oh, wretched man that I am. <laughs> Who can deliver me from this body of death? You're more spiritual. No, I'm, no, I'm just I'm the scriptures right here in my face, and yeah. I'm getting convicted. Obviously, I love these men oh, of course. with all of my heart mm-hmm. and, and feel so privileged that uh, I can serve shoulder to shoulder with them. So, yeah. 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 And then there's Pastor Will, who is Calvary Chapel Academy's, a Christian Academy's principal, and he is all things school. Yeah, whatever is going on, like I see your your schedule on your on your desk here. We got a lot of stuff coming. He's in charge of you know once a year, sometimes twice a year. You and I have chapel. He has to, and the chapel goes on Monday through Friday every week that school's in session. He he not only deals with all of the students and their and the teachers, but the parents as well, which is. Maybe sometimes the most difficult, but um, yeah, he's he's the one that has to say uh, you're you, you need to be here twice a month, like you agreed. You know, um, your kid's doing well or your kid's not doing so well. Can you help out? Um, you know, so anyway, he's all things school. I love Pastor Will. Yeah, we we have a, our, our school is very rigorous, and and believe me, our kids are prepared when they go to college. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Will is our second principal, the first one we had for 13 years. Will is now, been, this is his 11th year. And, um, you know, it, it, just to tell you how good God is, uh, I met Will at a golf shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. I, I was getting ready to play in a golf tournament and mm-hmm. last minute trip to go buy a, a new golf glove and some golf balls. And um, he was working at the golf store. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started talking, and he started coming to the church and got saved, and mm-hmm. um, his family started growing up here. And um, just it, it was an amazing thing when it was time for our first principal to leave, and and uh, he went into education in another area. Um, it was really clear Will was the best choice, and um, his job is difficult, but um what a what a wonderful job he's done. He's a great friend. Um, we used to play golf a lot together. He caddied for me one time. He's a way, 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 way better golfer than I was. <laughs> but now that I can't play anymore, um, you know, um, to see the lane that he's continued to run in uh, has really been inspiring. It's, it's uh, through through good times and difficult times. He's just been super, super faithful. I love yeah. him with all of my yeah. heart. You know, uh, Natasha, and we say this about several of the the wives because we watch the husbands. Will has always been a hard worker, no matter. He always worked, even though, you know, whatever it was. But 
this being the principal here, he finally found his lane. He kept doing all these other things, but he's, this is what he was born to do. No question about it. So, and uh, yeah, his life is pretty easy because his wife Natasha is officially the nicest person in the world. Oh yeah, I mean sure. she's just the nicest person who's ever lived. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I mean maybe after Adam and Eve before the fall, but <laughs> but I, I, that we know. Yeah, yeah. I mean she's just, so it's just Natasha. She's just for nice. Us. So mm-hmm. yeah, and their kids have been raised and grown up and graduated from the school and. And um, you know we've we've had the opportunity to to see that family grow. Now he's they're getting ready to be empty nesters, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just really really neat to watch. Yeah, but they're good friends, so yeah. that's it's going to be good for them. Okay, so two of our newest pastors, Pastor Louis, I call him my Louis. He's on vacation right now, um, but he teaches a foundation class, and he has been. For quite a while now, huh? Long time. Yeah. He tells a story of, of wanting to witness to some guy, and this man had asked him a question, and Louis didn't know the answer. And so Louis told him, I'm going to find out. So Louis started at the beginning, Genesis 1-1, <laughs> and he just would read, 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 not even because he didn't know the Bible well enough to answer the question. But he would read, and he'd go back to work, and this guy would ask, so did you find out yet? No, but I'll get there. I think Louis said he was all the way to First or Second Thessalonians, which is almost to the end of the Bible when he found the answer. But he's the perfect one to teach the foundations class. God knows what he's doing, right? And um, Louis and Annette teach that class together, and uh, she she's there just to, you know, support him, get the questions written out, make sure everybody gets their little hand out. And, um, it's just an amazing thing. Yeah, to that foundations class is for, uh, new believers or, um, or, or older believers, but, but people that don't really have a strong, a strong foundation mm-hmm. in the doctrines of our faith. And, um, well, Louis just is so diligent to do it. He's also without trying to be, one of the funniest men mm-hmm. on earth. Yeah, he's just—he's just delightful to be around, and uh, he's just again without trying to be. Yeah. he's just really, yeah. really funny, yeah. and everybody loves him. I mean, he's just just a, a wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. We we've watched him. Louis is the one, and he wouldn't mind me saying this. Really, he's on vacation anyway, so he's not listening to the show. <laughs> but but Louis was called to be a pastor a long time ago. Yeah. And just the lack of confidence or um, the devil's distractions, who knows? Mm-hmm. It, it, Louis, Louis found his lane 10 years too late. Yeah. Now, he's, he's doing great, so it's not like, well, you, you wasted all that time. No, God's making up for that time now, mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch. It really is fun to watch. Yeah, yeah I know. If, if you're interested, and you should be, go to calvarysa.com and Look for the um, headline that says ordination and listen to Louise. You'll know what Pastor Ron's talking about. He also is, because none of these guys just do one thing. He has been in the sound ministry for a very long time. And so, yeah. Well, see, let me, let me, let me address that. Well, I know we still got Ed to talk about, and, and mm-hmm. Ed's so smart. Yeah, he's he like, gives me a headache, yeah, too. I like, mean, I really love Ed, but, it's, I, you know, he's just the sweetest man, but he's so smart. It's like, I'm looking at you. I see your mouth is moving, but I'm not really understanding everything <laughs> you say. Well, the, the neat thing about, about these guys, this is how they got to be pastors. It's not like, uh, I want to be a pastor, I want to be a pastor. They, they just started serving. And and they were faithful and consistent, um, um, never grumbling or complaining. They just started serving. And at some point, God sort of gets my attention and says, there's somebody you should have your eye on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, they everybody serves. They don't mm-hmm. stop serving when they become pastors. Mm-hmm. If anything, as we've tried to demonstrate today, um, their their service uh, load increases uh, and, and all of these people, um, you know, some kids now are growing up, but, but, but they've gone through this process with young families. 
and um, they're faithful as husbands, they're faithful as dads, because they're servants at home as well. Yeah. I mean, that's what, what really matters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times people say, well, I don't want to be a pastor. Well, the, the way to be a pastor is to start serving. Yeah. You've got to serve God's people. Yeah. Uh, the way to, to do anything, the way to find out what gifts God has given you is to start serving. Yeah. You know, stationary targets don't get much information. Mm-hmm. But the the man or the woman who's serving, they're going to find out exactly what gifts God has given them and what they're called to do. That's right. That's right. And so our last one, Pastor Ed, again. Yeah, he's not our last one, but I mean, he's been here longer. But but, but he's the last. No, Louis was the last Louis one, was last one. Was the, who got ordained. Okay, so Pastor Ed, he was like the dean of the art department at What's, what's Just a local here? college. Local college here, yeah. Local university. Mm-hmm. He's a graphic artist. And so when you see the posters around here, like we have this Sweet Summer Devotions uh, coming up in June, where he and Annette get together and they figure out what to put on the poster. But it's Pastor Ed who's the graphic artist. It's just an amazing thing. But so these guys, none of them just do one thing. Again, he's the Spanish ministry teacher. They have um, not just here at the church on Sunday nights at five o'clock. Same as a foundations class, they are at the same time. Um, But then they have uh, a time, I think once a month on a Saturday, where they all get together for food. Of course, we always eat and prayer. And so. It's about serving the people. Yeah. All of these pastors um, that God has called here, it's more about what they can do for other people, not what the people can do for them. Yeah, and, and Ed being the Spanish language pastor doesn't mean that's all he does, certainly. Um, he's still just as involved and engaged in all the things he was doing before. Um, the, the Spanish language church, uh, Sunday nights at 5 o'clock, um, it, it's a reflection of who we are. And I've got a man who's teaching them with my heart, the same heart, um, uh, same commitment to the Word of God. Um, and um, and he's been faithful and diligent. Um, one of these days we're actually going to have a building big enough that, that he can have his Spanish church at a, at, a, at a regular time during the day on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, they've just been so faithful. And, um, you know, I can't think about Ed without without also talking about Tish. Because yeah. she is, um, it's like she was born at Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. Because <laughs> she's just so happy. <laughs> and she's so in love with her husband. And they've got such a great testimony because mm-hmm. they almost blew it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Ed was in academia, wasn't saved, and, mm-hmm. and, and they were butting heads about things. And it was like the Lord came in and sort of wrestled them to the ground and held them there till they surrendered. Mm-hmm. And then he let them get up. And they've been walking together ever since. It's wonderful to watch what God has done. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's just really, really funny. All I have to do is look at Tish and she starts laughing. I know. And she's not one of those quiet laughers. <laughs> But but it's just it's fun. You you can actually tell they have fun. Mm -hmm. It's more Tish serving Lord. Who's the fun one? It's it's more serious for sure. Yeah, Ed is funny as well. He's got a kind of a drier sense of humor, huh? We drier. Yeah, yeah. But I was going to say that too. um, How you told somebody? um, You know, uh, I've been watching. I always watch the wives. I think it was Lauren. Watch the wives. That's me, you know, kind of a thing. Before even choosing the, the pastors, because you have to know that the man you choose, or the man that the Lord will open your eyes to, he's got to be that pastor at home first. He's got to be doing the job. And and I, I, I when I say six months, that's that's sort of on the short end, but no less than six months. If if God sort of brought somebody into my vision spiritually, mm-hmm. um, um, and, and, and our pastors are from within. We you know we're not out recruiting people oh, yeah, to do yeah. things, um, but I'm going to watch for a minimum of six months 
um, with really close attention to see how the wife is doing. I'm going to talk to her a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to question or anything, but mm-hmm. they don't know they're being watched. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, and, and basically what I'm trying to find out is, is he doing the job at home? Because if he's not doing the job at home, mm-hmm. uh, if his wife isn't crazy in love with him, um, then then I certainly don't want to expose the people I love so deeply to him. So it's a really, really important part of, of um, recognizing the calling of God in, in their lives. And um, it's just been really, really great to watch. And, and especially, you know, uh, uh, Pastor Alfredo, um, Ed and Tish, um, there were heartbreaks in their lives before. Yeah. And to see how they weathered those, those devastating times and to see the fruit Mm-hmm. that came out as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you just think, you know, God, you love me a lot. Mm-hmm. You love these people a lot to bring mm-hmm. these men and this caliber of men around. And they are servants, faithful servants. They're committed to staying in their lane. Um, Paula, the unity uh, on our staff here is is um, indescribably delicious. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's just... We, we like each other. We love each other. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, the real import of that is that the unity never is violated. Yeah. And they're watching out for each other. They're watching out for me. Uh, they're watching out for the people that call Calvary Chapel of San Antonio their church home. Mm-hmm. And um, there's not a person in this church who comes to this church who, who can't experience the benefit from the service of each and every one of these men and their wives. Yeah. Their wives are equally committed yes. to to the work. And um, one of the things I tell them is, you know, if your marriage goes sideways, you step out. Yep. It's that simple because you you got to have things together at home and your wife has to be the, the single biggest beneficiary of the calling in your life yeah. to the Lord. Yeah. And when you when you really get that and you see it in action... Um, it's it's easy um, to understand why why this place is such a loving place. You know, Pastor Alfredo teaches our men's Bible studies. We, we have a bunch of different men's Bible oh, I studies. Oh, that. That's right. But he on teaches Saturday. on Saturday mornings right. twice a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, our men's Bible studies. It's like a, a, a breakfast Bible study type mm-hmm. of thing. Starts at eight o'clock. Um, you know, we just have all of those things uh, that are going on, and people from. All walks of life can get involved. Yeah. And and one of the wonderful things for me is that nobody comes into this church for the first time and they're not loved on immediately. Yeah. And some of them don't want to be loved on. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gun shy. Yeah, yeah. But we win them over. Yeah. Paula, we're inside four minutes now. Okay. So L- Let me just say this, too. With, as, in regards to the pastor's wives, I really, really, really love them. We're all so different, and yet, as a whole, we make one amazing person. <laughs> yeah, and but the unity, like you're saying, I never even liked girls growing up, but I, when we go on vacation and and I'm not around them, I want them to come be with me where I am. You know. Well, some of them are. Some of them are. <laughs> yeah, every year that's true, yeah. but. We really do like one another, and we get along great. The whole leadership group, you know, not just the pastor's wives, but we have a leadership and group. And it's not that you guys all hang out together, because no. when, when the church is open, you guys are all doing your thing. You're, you're, you're running in your lane. Yeah. But uh, you really, we, we do a, a pastor's wives retreat every year. Yeah. Um, where you guys just go, we're, we're in an Airbnb place, mm-hmm. and you're together, yeah. and 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 you love it. You don't it goes by so fast because even at our regular retreats, we're all serving. You know, this once a year where it's just the pastor's wives um, is our time to just kind of minister one one to the other. It's just it's God has done a great job. This is the best group. Ever. Okay, before before we're getting ready to sign off, but before I do that, let me, okay. uh, scheduling announcement for tomorrow. 
Um, uh, if you're a parent, if you, especially teenagers, but if you're a parent, if you're a parent of younger kids, they're going to be teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, our youth pastors, Chris mm-hmm. and Matthew, are going to be guests on the show, and we're going to talk about some of the questions that your children are asking them or their youth pastors where, where they go to church, um, dealing with some of the things like social media, the, the, the uh, exposure to pornography, um, the, the questions of dealing with the world that's gone absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pastor Matthew Makasadia and Pastor Chris Sanchez will be on the program tomorrow to take your phone calls and answer any questions. And, and um, you know, we can't make people call us, but I'd really encourage you to take advantage of the opportunity because these guys are with your kids or kids like your kids um, every day. Yeah. And be a real blessing. Okay, Paul, and now we're about a minute and a half. Yeah. The, what do you want to close? How do you want to close? You know, we, pastors Chris and Matthew talked to the leadership uh, the, at the pastor's discipleship class. And my goodness, there's so many things, Ron, you know, that we as grandparents now would never have known, you know, that our kids are being exposed to this. And what's this uh, app and what's this group and what's. I was like, my mind was blown. Um, And so as parents and grandparents and so many grandparents are actually being the parents now because their children have gone astray, really tune into the show tomorrow. I mean, I would highly recommend it too. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. I have the privilege of being married to this woman. Thank you for tuning in. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow with two youth pastors at 4 o'clock on AM 630 The Word. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapel's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.